There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talking Titans, a post-game edition after a big win for the Titans, 30-24 in overtime over the Baltimore Ravens. I'm Tennessee and sports columnist Gentry Estes, and I'm joined by Eric Backrack, Titans beat writer for the Tennessean, who is in Baltimore and was there for this one. You know, we've seen this kind of game before, Eric, I guess, is kind of a survival act for the Titans, but this one felt more significant just in the terms of the season. This was huge. Yeah, it, it really did. Um, you know, I think the gravity of, of the situation made it feel a little bit different. And also, it kind of always felt like, you know, if, if we're, we're comparing it to the first three games of the season, you know, it kind of felt like the Titans found a way to eat those ones out, even though they did necessitate a game-winning drive this one you know the titans had to come from behind and really earn it late and you know i think they did exactly that to me gentry this is what the titans look like when you know it's not perfect but you're also not getting all the special teams mistakes that we've seen over the past couple of weeks you know as long as the special teams aspect of this team is is steady you know, even even if the offense isn't clicking early, even if the defense is still struggling a little bit on third down, they can still, to me, contend, you know, with, with a lot of the top teams in the AFC. So I think that's what we saw today. And, you know, they, they really limited the mistakes, you know, aside from, from a, a couple of significant ones like Tannehill, Tannehill's interception. You know, there was a couple in there, but there was nothing, you know, major like we saw last week that there really was their undoing today. Defense was much better, really. I, I, I feel like they, you know, it was shaky there for a while. And, and as you said, it wasn't good on third down again, but they made plays down the stretch when they had to do it. They, yep. they, they kept the game within reach when it got to 21 10. They allowed the offense a chance to, to come back and take the lead. And, and you, you just got the sense watching this game, Eric, that they were going to lose. The, the Ravens seemed to be outplaying them for maybe the first three quarters. Right. But you look at the scoreboard and you're like, well, 21-10, and then they keep they kick a couple field goals, and then it's like, well, the defense gets a stop, and you know, and all of a sudden the offense gets the ball back down 21-16, and you're like, well, they're probably going to drive down the score because that's what they do. In, in these situations, you know they're going to be able to produce. And you know, even the defense, they let the Ravens come back and tie the game, but they don't give up a touchdown there. They hold them to a field goal. They constantly did enough, and then the stop in overtime, they gave the offense a chance to win the game, and that's – Really, in the games they've won this year, that's all that really needed to happen. And if the defense can do that, they're still a scary team to have to play. It, it, it shows how bad they've been on defense that this was progress, but it was. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, you know, I, I, I think to that point, I think this win kind of really epitomizes what, what they are in a way when you consider, you know, how they won with, with A.J. Brown dragging defenders into the end zone on that, that uh, fourth quarter touchdown. Derrick Henry getting going late. You know, I think he only had 37 rushing yards at halftime. And then he has 96 or so uh, in the second, beyond beyond halftime, second half in, in overtime, um, you know, which is, uh, again, a testament to him wearing down a defense, which, again, is, is a big part of what the Titans do. And then I think, you know, the resiliency that, that was missing the past month or so that we saw early in the season, it really kind of shone through again for the Titans and uh, it's a big part of who they are. It wasn't, you know, I wouldn't classify this as, as a pretty win by any means. Uh, again, I, I agree. I think they were outplayed and outmatched the first three quarters, but they hunt around did, you know, enough to uh, sort of put their put themselves in position to take the lead late. 
And then, uh, you know, when they needed it, the defense delivered, which, you know, as shaky as it's been, I, you know, I think this defense has been pretty clutch, you know, for the most part this season uh, and, and, you know, never more than today in overtime, forcing that three and out uh, and then giving the ball to the Titans. And, you know, at that point, just with the way things were going, you felt very good about the Titans chances. You know, here's kind of what I found interesting. And I wrote this um, after the game. You can go check that out at Tennessean.com. I they have the little dust up before the game. I, I don't know if that was something the Titans did that they wouldn't normally do, but they certainly wouldn't get into it with the opposing head coach. That was something that didn't normally happen. And you, you saw Malcolm Butler getting into it, you know, with, with another head coach. That's, you don't always see that, you know, AJ Brown's there kind of trying to play peacemaker a little bit. You had a couple other players. Jeffrey Simmons was coming in behind that. So th- they were talking the talk a little bit. And when you do that, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but you need to go back it up because if you don't back it up, then you're opening yourself up to ridicule that you probably deserve. Right. And, 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 you know, you're putting your, your own, you know, you're betting on your own toughness at that point. You're saying, you know, you bullied this team in January and you're saying, all right, we can do it again. They didn't really do it again this time, but I think their toughness this year isn't the dominant kind of knock you out in the first quarter kind of deal. They're the ones that knock you out in the, in the fourth quarter. And then, in the 15th round, they're the last standing, and they showed it again. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if, if I'm a Titans fan and I'm watching that, I, I think part of me likes it because, you know, it, it plays into the fanfare of, of this rivalry. But at the same time, I, you know, I thought it was kind of stupid to give, you know, the Ravens even more fodder for coming out motivated to, to win this game. And, you know, I think there was even a moment, I can't remember when I saw it on the TV broadcast, but, you know, Lamar Jackson was running back to the huddle and he kind of gave – Malcolm Butler a bump. Um, yep, yep. You know, so I, that was it, it. Was very clearly on their minds throughout this game, and uh, you know, when I saw that unfold, I was like, why? Why would you, you know, give them any more incentive to come out motivated? But you know, to the Titans' credit, they they were really tough in this game. I think to me, Ryan Tannehill really epitomized that with you know how many times he took a big hit and how many times he got up. There was a moment uh, late in the game where you know he was very clearly. Uh, not at a hundred percent was kind of limping all the way back to the line, but you know, he hung there on a bunch of plays and did a really good job of, of pulling through. And I think, you know, the same could be said for, for all the Titans today. Yeah. I think that that little shoulder from uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't think that was a coincidence and they caught that on television too. I mean, it was a chippy kind of game. You kind of knew coming in, this was going to have a street fight edge to it. You, You know, that the Ravens had, the Titans circled on the calendar and have for months now. Anyone would, given how that went last season. And this game really wasn't a lot like that one. You know, this was that was the 2019 Titans. This was the 2020 Titans, the yep. ones that go by the seat of their pants and have these survival acts late in games and they give up points, but they come back and they're never out of it and they, they play these thrillers. And, you know, I, again, I've said all season, Eric, I don't know how sustainable that is. But to do it in Baltimore against the Ravens at a time where your season was starting to slip away from you a little bit, this was huge. I think we, we're going to look back on this as a potential turning point to their entire season, but they're going to have to be healthy. They're, they were already banged up going into this game, and today didn't help. Right. Now, you, now you go to Indianapolis, a team that worked you over pretty good last time. So I, I, you know, we'll see, but if you throw in all that, and you're six and four, and you lost another one today. It could be real trouble. At seven and three, now you you get a little confidence, a little momentum, and maybe you can turn things back around when it was about to get away from you. 
Yeah, I think the alternative is really bleak, you know, if, if they were to have lost this game. And yeah, that was that was my next point, Gentry, that, you know, this was an impressive win, given everything that unfolded. But I think it was also really impressive in light of who they were missing. You know, they're playing this game without so many key pieces, you know, from from Clowney, who was put on injured reserve on Saturday to Kenny Vaccaro, who was out, Roger Saffold. And then, you know, you had a bunch of other guys go out. Some, some Breo uh, went out with an injury. Johnny Smith was banged up for a little while. You know, even Ben Jones came out of the game for for a minute there, and then Jameel Douglas had that that snap that went over Derrick Henry's head. So, you know, they're playing in spite of of a lot of injuries, and you know, it is that time of the year where injuries pile up. But it, it does feel like the Titans have been especially bitten hard by by the injury bug. So, you know, we'll see if if any of these guys can get healthy. You know, we've we've spoken about Dory Jackson uh, all season. We'll see if he could get healthy in time for the Colts game. But as huge as this win was you know next week's game against the Colts is uh just as big if not bigger no doubt and and I think you know kind of my last thought here I I don't know how much this showed the Titans to be a true contender as much as it showed the Ravens may not be one and and I kind of thought that going into this game when you've watched the Ravens this year they do not look like the same offense they had last year by any stretch if anything since the Titans did that to them in January they really haven't recovered from it this season. They haven't looked like the same offense since that point. Lamar Jackson in particular isn't, hasn't been as successful, but they're not like dominant running the ball. They're, they're a little banged up defensively. And I think that contributed late in the game to, to look Derek Henry aware on any defense, but he especially right. did, did on this one. And I think, you know, the Ravens, I think are, I think these were two teams that were kind of scratching and clawing to, to stay in there and the Titans got the better of it. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think there's something about the way the Titans play and the way the Titans beat you that is just utterly uh, dispiriting for, for some teams. I mean, Lamar Jackson told reporters after the game tonight, Gentry, that uh, it looked like that team wanted it more than us. And, you know, I think he said something similar to that effect at the end of last year, or maybe that, you know, they had overlooked the Titans. But th- that's one thing that this Titans team has shown to have going for it, and it's, it's that resiliency, it's that ability to pull games out late you know, the survival act that you spoke of, a lot of these haven't been pretty, but they've gotten the job done. And now they're in position again to sort of control the direction their season goes. Something to be said for a team that you just can't knock out. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcast. Please drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Eric Bacharach, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean, 